Welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the Conscious Kink Podcast. I am your host, Miss LX, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. We've got another round of amazing questions from the fabulous, wonderful, amazing, brilliant, sexy, charming, fill in the blank, the amazing LX Army, and we are going to get this party started right, right off the bat here with uh, Ember, who updated her name to emmy spaghetti so i don't know fam what do we what should we call her emmy spaghetti or ember what are we thinking everyone i'm asking the chat for those of you who are listening on the podcast i'm asking the chat and the chat is voting emmy spaghetti hands down emmy spaghetti so you did it to yourself emmy spaghetti go ahead and unmute that mic whenever you are ready my dear and we can get going Emmy Paschetti, stop it, Dago. You're gonna have me. You're gonna have me all kinds of turn around. Ember, unmute that mic, my dear. If you would like, is this a silent protest? She's like, no. If I don't unmute the mic, I don't have to go first. Did she leave? What's happening? Hello. Oh, there she is. Uh, glad you could make it tonight, Ember. <laughs> I'm sorry, my dog was barking. I didn't want him barking in the recording. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. We appreciate you. All right. So it looks like your audio is good to go. Mr. B, just go ahead and chop that little part out. So, Ember, hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're able to uh, hang out with us again tonight. So how can I help you? What's going on? Um, well, recently I've... Um, I've been working um, a lot on myself, and um, and um, I uh, <clears throat> I swear I had the question. I had it ready. <laughs> did Did you write it down? You could just read it. No, I did not write it down. Um, Oh, it was prepared um, so, in my mind. Okay, got you. <laughs> um, so recently I've been working on myself a lot, and um, I, I've noticed um, that uh, when people, like, see me without me giving information to them, like, I get really, like... I want to run. I want to hide. <laughs> like, I don't want to be seen. And, um, like, I just noticed that a lot. And I, like, you know, as I'm approaching um, <clears throat> being, I guess, more healed than I was, um, I, like, I guess I'm just having a difficult time trying to pinpoint where that's coming from. And so I was wondering if you would help me break that down. Okay. We want to break it down. So let me, let me make sure I understand when you're saying people, you're having a hard time when people see you without you giving information. 
Yes. So, like, if they just notice something about me, like, um, it's usually a little deeper, but, like, let's say I was wearing sneakers or Doc Martens, and then they would, like, make an assumption or something, and then I just, like, and then so they'll start talking to me about it, and I'm just like, when did I give you this information? I am so confused. And, like, I just feel like I'm super, like, like, shying away, backing away, hiding kind of thing, because I'm just, like, I, I don't know how to take it, because it's just, I, 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 I'm not giving you this information, so how do you know about it? And I just, like, freak out, and I'm, I would really like to tackle it before, you know, trying to, uh, you know, start another relationship or anything like that, and, okay, so, I, okay. yeah. Okay, so let me, let me see if I understand here, so, like, a random person, this is not someone that you are currently in relationship with, you are having, um, issues or you're getting triggered when a stranger notices what kind of shoes you wear and start commenting on them no no that was just an example like um if somebody notices something about me and then they just like okay can i can i can i interrupt just just for a sec have you run into this happening to you yes okay why don't you give me that example Uh, I, I, I don't think that's, I don't, I don't think so. Um, okay. Then can you help me understand what, what you're asking about? Is it people noticing what you're wearing? Is it people making assumptions about the kind of activities you're into based off of what you're wearing? Is it someone talking to you at all about anything it, about what? anything about anything the 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 outfit was just an example like the shoes thing was just an example i when when they notice anything about me that i have not actually given them that information like if you even if they make an assumption like okay mm-hmm. so she has worn this or she's said this so then that means xyz and i just like freak out and i how do you know what assumptions people are making in their mind about you because usually they they they'll say it or they'll comment or they'll hint at it or okay amber I'm going to, if you don't want to share the specific example that's happened to you, that's fine. But I'm going to need a little bit more clarity or a little bit more context here. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought this made more sense when I was thinking about it earlier. Um, that's okay. Chat, are you confused or are you getting what she's trying to ask? I'm a little lost. And if anyone has 
has any insights or understanding that they would like to possibly volley out and, and help me understand. But Amber, I'm not really sure what your question is at this point, my dear. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think how to like rephrase it. Um, it's not, it's not the actual like physical traits. It could be anything about me. It's just, when when people notice things about me and then they they make like i don't know whether to call it judgment or is the problem that you're being noticed or is the problem what they're saying to you i would say more like being noticed yeah, I, I would say kind of what even Mr. Dago was saying in the chat, too, that that's kind of, that that's, that seems like it would be. Um... Okay, so it's not about false assumptions. No, it's not about false assumptions. It's more about, like, I guess people using their intuition to, like, see me, and then I just, like, get freaked out like ah okay yes uh, what kit and ray is saying too like notice and you feel like, exposed you feel seen yeah okay and you don't like that feeling and you want to you want to know how to stop that that negative feeling that you have yeah like i don't want to feel like i want to run away like or hide or mm -hmm. withdraw. Mm -hmm. So then let me ask you then what will happen if they see your patterns? What will happen if you are exposed? What will happen if you are seen? Um, Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing where this is going. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think... You're I, getting to the root of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if, it, if it's too deep, but you're, you're getting the, the root, you're finding the patterns for yourself and you don't want to articulate it further, that's totally fine. Um, well, I, I know that previously I was like vulnerable with somebody and then they kind of like um, accused me of lying about it for attention. Mm -hmm. And then so that's like the most recent thing I can think of that was making me freaked out about it like yeah yeah it sounds like the association for you unfortunately has been vulnerability equals uh weaponry vulnerability equals bullets for the, their gun to use against you so to speak that your vulnerability, your information will be weaponized against you. Of course, you don't want to be exposed or seen or vulnerable. 
Yeah. And then um, I think on, on top of it, I was vulnerable with somebody who ended up, again, turning in and, like, attacking mm-hmm. me, sort of. Like, not physically, but with their words. So, okay. yeah, I've I've been there, too. I've been there too. That is that is the MO of a narcissist is you pour out and you pour out and you empathize and you pour out and you empathize and you give and you empathize and you pour out. And then when you have nothing left to give, when you're finally getting healthy, when you start setting boundaries and the narcissist is no longer getting the supply of what they need from you, then you're now the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds like a familiar pattern too. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's been a pattern for you, Ember, then that's likely what what's happening is that's just your programming that vulnerability is exposure. If you feel even a whiff of exposure, a stranger, a friend, a family member, whoever notices something about you, intuits something about you, picks up on your patterns. You can't hide from that. And I think that's where you're getting that reaction of I want to hide as vulnerability equals exposure and exposure equals bad. Exposure equals I'm going to be vilified. Exposure equals character assassinations. Exposure equals attack. So exposure equals bad. Exposure is now a trigger that I need to protect myself. How are you going to protect yourself? You're going to hide. You're going to try to run. So I think that's the, that's the reaction that's coming up for you. And I would say how to prevent that or lessen that trigger is you need healthy, consistent patterns with positive interactions. So you need to basically retrain your brain and your nervous system that good things happen when you're vulnerable. That with safe people, good things can happen when you're vulnerable. And so really the key here, Ember, is to be very, very self-aware and really up your vetting game and set those boundaries and make sure that you have healthy people in your life that you can fully trust, that you can be exposed around, and they can validate, Ember, when you're exposed, you're safe. When you're vulnerable, you're safe. And the more you do that, the more positive interactions with safe people that you have, the less your nervous system is going to get activated in that way to try to keep you safe. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, It makes sense. Yeah. So I wish I could tell you, you know, just you know, click your heels together three times and say, you know, there's no place like home and everything is going to fix itself. Um, But with deep work like this, we didn't get this way overnight and it's not going to get fixed overnight. And so really a lot of these maladaptive coping mechanisms can really be solved in healthy community. So the fact that this isn't a family member triggering this or a friend it's a stranger, it's a friend, it's a lover, a potential lover, a potential dumb, potential sub, a, a potential friend, a family. Like The fact that this is just 
programming that you have going on that it's not triggered by a certain person just tells me that the the more you spend with healthy people and the more those healthy people can show you ember when you're vulnerable and when you're real it's okay we understand and and you can trust us and and you're safe and we won't weaponize it against you the more you can reinforce that the less intense the alternative trigger is going to be yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Good, good. So I know that we had a little bit of a bumpy start to our question, but I'm glad that we finally got some understanding. Do you have any other thoughts or questions or feedback that you would like to share? Um, I had another question, but it's completely different. It's like not relevant. So I don't know if we have time for that, but I... The... Okay. Will you will you be able to write it down and we can circle back to it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do that then. Let's do that. So everyone, okay. go ahead and give Emmy Spaghetti some love and a round of applause for being vulnerable and open. Thank you, Ember. We appreciate you. Was I able to help you out? Yes. Thank All you. Right. Good, good, good. All right, my dear. Well, you can go ahead and mute that mic whenever you are ready. Yes, yes. You know what? Can I just can I just say we are all different people with different brains, different backgrounds, different ways of thinking, different ways of processing. And sometimes we're not going to reach immediate understanding. Sometimes you need to kind of trudge through a little bit. And mirror back and ask clarifying questions and go, wait, this doesn't make sense. And I would like to think that Ember and I did that fairly well this evening. And so I just want to encourage all of you that you're not going to communicate perfectly all the time. And sometimes when you think you're being clear, you're not. Sometimes when you think you are understanding as a listener, you're not. And that's when we have a beautiful opportunity to be humble and open and transparent with one another and ask some questions, get the data that we need, find, you know, unity and move forward. So I just want to encourage anyone listening that miscommunications are not the end of the world. Miscommunications actually is proof that you're trying to reach a united place of communication and understanding. So keep at it. Don't get discouraged. Yeah, be curious about fellow humans. Absolutely, absolutely. So I appreciate you so much, Ember, for that. And I want to welcome everyone who uh, is joining. Well, I, I was talking and didn't have a chance to uh, recognize you by name, call you by name. But uh, I see you, Lady Di, Laura Bell, Lucy, Lime, Slut Boy, Sweet Tea, the rest of you, I think. I already said hello to, but hello, everyone. It's okay, Lime. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. All right. So next on our agenda was Ash. Ash, Ash, Ash. All right, my friend. Ash, whenever you are ready, you can go ahead and unmute that mic and we can get going. Hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? Pretty good. A little nervous, but... 
I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry that you're feeling a little nervous. Everyone, make Ash laugh. Do something ridiculous or silly in the chat <laughs> to make Ash laugh, and uh, and unless in some of this, some of these nerves. Catch the rest of this conversation in the next episode. <laughs>